Hello, Calvary family. This is Pastor Michael Grove. We are here doing our daily Bible reading so that we could get through the Bible in a year. This is the reading for February the 7th. And today we will be continuing our reading out of the book of Ezekiel, starting in Ezekiel chapter 21. Just want to encourage you to read along, or if you're driving or unable to read with, then let me speak this over you as we read the word of the Lord. Remember, the book of Ezekiel has some prophecies about Jerusalem, about the Israelites, and what God was doing to let them know that they can't keep walking away from him. So as we listen today, as we read along together, let God show you what it looks like to be wholeheartedly devoted to him. So this is what we're going to learn as we start reading in Ezekiel chapter 21. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, set your face against Jerusalem and preach against the sanctuary, prophesy against the land of Israel and say to her, this is what the Lord says, I am against you. I will draw my sword from its sheath and cut off from you both the righteous and the wicked, because I am going to cut off the righteous and the wicked My sword will be unsheathed against everyone from the south to the north. Then all people will know that I, the Lord, have drawn my sword from the sheath. It will not return again. Therefore, groan, son of man, groan before them with broken heart and bitter grief. And when they ask you, why are you groaning? You shall say, because of the news that is coming, every heart will melt with fear and every hand go limp. Every spirit will become faint, and every leg will be wet with urine. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the Sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy and say, this is what the Lord says. A sword, a sword, sharpened and polished, sharpened for the slaughter, polished to flash like lightning. Shall we rejoice in the scepter of my royal son? The sword despises every such stick. The sword is appointed to be polished, to be grasped with the hand. And it is sharpened and polished, made ready for the hand of the slayer. Cry out and wait, son of man, for it is against my people. It is against all the princes of Israel. They are thrown to the sword, along with my people. Therefore, beat your breast. Testing will surely come, and what if even the scepter which the sword despises, does not continue, declares the Sovereign Lord. So then, son of man, prophesy and strike your hands together. Let the sword strike twice, even three times. It is a sword for slaughter, a sword for great slaughter, closing in on them from every side, so that hearts may melt with fear and the fallen be many. I have stationed the sword for slaughter at all their gates. Look, It is forged to strike like lightning. It is grasped for slaughter. Slash to the right, you sword, then to the left, wherever your blade is turned. It too will strike my hands together, and my wrath will subside. I, the Lord, have spoken. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, mark out two roads for the sword of the king of Babylon to take, both starting from the same country. Make a signpost where the road branches off to the city. Mark out one road for the sword to come against Rabbah and the Ammonites and the other against Judah and fortify Jerusalem. For the king of Babylon will stop at the fork in the road, at the junction of the two roads, to seek an omen. 
He will cast lots with arrows. He will consult his idols. He will examine the liver. Into this right hand will come the lot for Jerusalem, where he is to set up battering rams to give the command to slaughter, to sound the battle cry, to set up battling rams against the gates, to build a ramp and to erect siege works. It will seem like a false omen to those who have sworn allegiance to him, but he will remind them of their guilt and take them captive. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Because you people have brought to mind your guilt by your open rebellion, revealing your sins in all that you do, because you have done this, you will be taken captive. You profane and wicked prince of Israel, whose day has come, whose time of punishment has reached its climax. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Take off the turban, remove the crown. It will not be as it was. The lowly will be exalted and the exalted will be brought low. A ruin, a ruin. I will make it a ruin. The crown will not be restored until he to whom it rightfully belongs shall come. To him I will give it. And you, son of man, prophesy and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says about the Ammonites and their insults. A sword, a sword, drawn for the slaughter, polished to consume, and to flash like lightning. Despite false visions concerning you, in lying divinations about you, it will be laid on the necks of the wicked who are to be slain, whose day has come, whose time of punishment has reached its climax. Let the sword return to its sheath in the place where you were created, in the land of your ancestors, I will judge you. I will pour out my wrath on you and breathe out my fiery anger against you. I will deliver you into the hands of brutal men, men skilled in destruction. You will be fuel for the fire. Your blood will be shed in your land. You will be remembered no more, for I, the Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel chapter 22. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, will you judge her? Will you judge this city of bloodshed? Then confront her with all her detestable practices and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. You city that brings on herself doom by shedding blood in her mists and defiles herself by making idols. You have become guilty because of the blood you have shed and have become defiled by the idols you have made. You have brought your days to a close and the end of your years has come. Therefore, I will make you an object of scorn to the nations and a laughingstock to all the countries. Those who are near and those who are far away will mock you, you infamous city full of turmoil. See how each of the princes of Israel who are in you uses his power to shed blood? In you they have treated father and mother with contempt. In you they have oppressed the foreigner and mistreated the fatherless and the widow. You have despised my holy things and desecrated my Sabbaths. In you are slanderers who are bent on shedding blood. In you are those who eat at the mountain shrines and commit lewd acts. In you are those who dishonor their father's bed. In you are those who violate women during their period when they are ceremonially unclean. In you, one man commits a detestable offense with his neighbor's wife. Another shamefully defiles his daughter-in-law and another violates his sister, his own father's daughter. In you are people who accept bribes to shed blood. You take interest and make a profit from the poor. You extort unjust gain from your neighbors 
and you have forgotten me, declares the sovereign Lord. I will surely strike my hand together at the unjust gain you have made and at the blood you have shed in your midst. Will your courage endure, or your hands be strong in the day I deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. I will disperse you among the nations and scatter you through the countries, and I will put an end to your uncleanness. When you have been defiled in the eyes of the nations, you will know that I am the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the people of Israel have become dross to me. All of them are the copper, tin, iron, and lead left inside a furnace. They are but the dross of silver. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, Because you have all become dross, I will gather you into Jerusalem. As silver, copper, iron, lead, and tin are gathered into a furnace to be melted with a fiery blast, so will I gather you in my anger, in my wrath, and put you inside the city and melt you. I will gather you, and I will blow on you with my fiery wrath, and you will be melted inside her. As silver is melted in a furnace, so you will be melted inside her, and you will know that I, the Lord, have poured out my wrath on you. Again the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, say to the land, You are a land that has not been cleansed or rained on in the day of wrath. There is a conspiracy of her princes within her like a roaring lion tearing its prey. They devour people, take treasures and precious things, and make many widows within her. Her priests do violence to my law and profane my holy things. They do not distinguish between the holy and the common. They teach that there is no difference between the unclean and the clean. And they shut their eyes to the keeping of my Sabbaths, so that I am profaned among them. Her officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey. They shed blood and kill people to make unjust gain. Her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and lying divinations. They say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land practice extortion and commit robbery. They oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the foreigner, denying them justice. I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it, but I found no one. So I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fiery anger, bringing down on their heads all they have done, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 23. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, there were two women, daughters of the same mother. They became prostitutes in Egypt, engaging in prostitution from their youth. In that land, their breasts were fondled and their virgin bosoms caressed. The older was named Ahola, and her sister was Aholabah. They were mine and gave birth to sons and daughters. Ahola is Samaria, and Aholabah is Jerusalem. Ahola engaged in prostitution while she was still mine, and she lusted after her lovers, the Assyrians. Warriors clothed in blue, governors and commanders, all of them handsome young men and mounted horsemen. She gave herself as a prostitute to all the elites of the Assyrians and defiled herself with all the idols of everyone she lusted after. She did not give up the prostitution she began in Egypt, when during her youth men slept with her, caressed her virgin bosom, and poured out their lust on her. Therefore, 
I delivered her into the hands of her lovers, the Assyrians, for whom she lusted. They stripped her naked, took away her sons and daughters, and killed her with the sword. She became a byword among women, and punishment was inflicted on her. Her sister Aholabah saw this, yet in her lust and prostitution, she was more depraved than her sister. She too lusted after the Assyrians, governors and commanders, warriors in full dress, mounted horsemen, all handsome young men. I saw that she too defiled herself, both of them went the same way. But she carried her prostitution still further. She saw men portrayed on a wall, figures of Chaldeans portrayed in red, with belts around their waists and flowing turbans on their heads. All of them looked like Babylonian chariot officers, native of Chaldea. As soon as she saw them, she lusted after them and sent messengers to them in Chaldea. Then the Babylonians came to her, to the bed of love, and in their lust they defiled her. After she had been defiled by them, she turned away from them in disgust. When she carried on her prostitution openly and exposed her naked body, I turned away from her in disgust, just as I had turned away from her sister. Yet she became more and more promiscuous as she recalled the days of her youth when she was a prostitute in Egypt. Then she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys, and whose emission was like that of horses. So you longed for her lewdness of your youth, when in Egypt your bosom was caressed and your young breast fondled. Therefore, Aholabah, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will stir up your lovers against you, those you turned away from in disgust, and I will bring them against you from every side, the Babylonians and all the Chaldeans, the men of Pekad and Shoah and Koah, and all the Assyrians with them, handsome young men, all of them governors and commanders, chariot officers, and men of high rank, all mounted on horses. They will come against you with weapons, chariots and wagons, and with a throng of people. They will take up positions against you on every side with large and small shields and with helmets. I will turn you over to them for punishment, and they will punish you according to their standards. I will direct my jealous anger against you, and they will deal with you in fury. They will cut off your noses and your ears, and those of you who are left will fall by the sword. They will take away your sons and daughters, and those of you who are left will be consumed by fire. They will also strip you of your clothes and take your fine jewelry. So I will put a stop to the lewdness and prostitution you began in Egypt. You will not look on these things with longing or remember Egypt anymore. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am about to deliver you into the hands of those you hate, to those you turned away from in disgust. They will deal with you in hatred and take away everything you have worked for. They will leave you stark naked, and the shame of your prostitution will be exposed. Your lewdness and promiscuity have brought this on you, because you lusted after the nations and defiled yourself with their idols. You have gone the way of your sister, so I will put her cup into your hand. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You will drink your sister's cup, a cup large and deep. It will bring scorn and derision, for it holds so much. You will be filled with drunkenness and sorrow, the cup of ruin and desolation, the cup of your sister Samaria. You will drink it and drain it dry, and chew on its pieces, and you will tear your breasts. I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Since you have forgotten me and turned your back on me, you must bear the consequences of your lewdness and prostitution. The Lord said to me, Son of man, 
Will you judge Ahola and Aholaba? Then comfort them with their detestable practices, for they have committed adultery and blood is on their hands. They committed adultery with their idols. They even sacrificed their children, whom they bore to me as food for them. They have also done this to me. At the same time, they defiled my sanctuary and desecrated my Sabbaths. On the very day, they sacrificed their children to their idols. They entered into my sanctuary and desecrated it. That is what they did in my house. They even sent messengers for men who came from far away. And when they arrived, you bathed yourself for them, applied eye makeup, and put on jewelry. You sat on an elegant couch with a table spread before it on which you had placed the incense and olive oil that belonged to me. The noise of a carefree crowd was around her. Drunkards were brought from the desert along with men from the rabble. And they put bracelets on the wrists of the women and her sister and beautiful crowns on their heads. Then I said about the one worn out by adultery, Now let them use her as a prostitute, for that is all she is. And they slept with her. As men sleep with a prostitute, so they slept with those lewd women, Ahola and Aholabah. But righteous judges will sentence them to the punishment of women who commit adultery and shed blood, because they are adulterous and blood is on their hands. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Bring a mob against them and give them over to terror and plunder. The mob will stone them and cut them down with their swords. They will kill their sons and daughters and burn down their houses. So I will put an end to lewdness in the land, that all women may take warning and not imitate you. You will suffer the penalty for your lewdness and bear the consequences of your sins of idolatry. Then you will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. This now concludes the reading for February the 7th. Let me give you just a few quick thoughts before we end our time together today. Okay, Ezekiel, this is getting repetitive and a little bit heavy, isn't it? But what Ezekiel is talking about is that Jerusalem is about to be sieged and destroyed. So while the people are realizing they have done something wrong... They have yet to witness the full depth to their sin and disobedience. But God is about to show them something that will cause them to stop and understand this rebellion. After all, Jerusalem is their holy city. This is the place where they have known that God has set them apart and made them a nation. But it's not till chapter 22 that God is really clear on the point he's trying to get them to understand. Over the last few chapters, he continually describes them as prostitutes. Again, in this chapter, he is saying that they are worse than prostitutes. Why? Because they're chasing after the things they know to be wrong. So they know what is wrong, but they don't care. In chapter 23, this is the comparison of Ahola and Aholabah. Ahola is Samaria. Samaria is a city that the Israelites knew chased after the detestable things that were against God. After God has pointed out what is detestable and wrong... Aholabah, being Jerusalem, knows better, yet it says she still chases after those things. We can look at this and think that the people of Israel are so foolish. I mean, how could they be so dumb? They knew what was wrong and still lusted after it? What disgusting people. Because, well, you know, we would never chase after something that is wrong. That's why we only eat foods that are good for us and keep from ever gossiping about others, and tithe with happy hearts in order to put God first. And, I mean, 
the list goes on and on, doesn't it? We would never do things to put God in the wrongful order. But let me get back to chapter 22, because this is a key piece of the entire read today. Verse 19 says, Because you have all become dross, I will gather you into Jerusalem, as silver, copper, iron, lead, and tin are gathered into a furnace to be melted with the fiery blast, so will I gather you in my anger and in my wrath, and put you inside the city and melt you. I will gather you, and I will blow on you with my fiery wrath, and you will be melted inside her. As silver is melted in a furnace, so you will be melted inside her. And you will know that I, the Lord, have poured out my wrath on you. Oh, yay. Thanks, Pastor Michael. That's so uplifting. God will pour out his wrath and anger on us. Hmm, how delightful. Okay, but listen to this. This is pretty amazing if you understand this verse. He started by saying that the people have become what? Dross. Well, what is dross? It's the scum that's melted off precious metal as they're heated and melted down. Dross has the impurities mixed with the metals. So why is this important? Because God is still recognizing that Israel is meant to be the precious metals that need refining. And God is willing to burn away the dross so that all that is left is precious. No one likes punishment, including God. He isn't about punishing people. He's about refining people. You see, The exile into Babylon, the destruction of Jerusalem, and the oppression of the Israelites. These weren't punishment. It was the fiery wrath of God, not to punish, but to realign the people of Israel around the heart of God. Often, it is only under the pressure of failure and disaster that God is able to get our attention and redeem our hearts. This is so that we won't completely be destroyed, but will be redeemed. Because deep down under the worthless dross is something precious. And God is more interested in exposing what is precious than he is in punishing what is broken. So, may you openly invite the Spirit of God to point out what is broken. May you embrace the correction of the Lord. And may you grasp the preciousness of who you are as God refines you today. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.